0: All right, open your open your Bibles to Second Timothy chapter two and verse fifteen. Second Timothy chapter two and verse fifteen. we We've been kids yeah, we can have all the Awana kids quoted for us here in a minute. <clears throat> but we're we are going to be we have been talking about studying or, or not studying um, the Word of God. and we last week we talked about meditating on on the Word of God uh, this week. Uh, We're going to pick up on page uh, 123 in your notes. 123, and I really, I really want to spend a little bit of time here because um, uh, I think this this next point is is a very important. Yeah, 123 in your books, not in your Bible. (laughs) Second Timothy chapter two uh, in your in your Bibles. So. I do. I do want to make a, 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 an, a an acknowledgement here, or a shout out, if you would, to uh, CJ, who is watching. I was told to do that, CJ. So hi, <clears throat> everybody. Say hi to CJ. Hi, G- <laughs> hi, G- so anyway, uh, George, you'll get in trouble later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll probably get a text here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, page 123 at the very top is where we left off. And uh, tonight we we're, we're going to start off by, by talking about studying the Word of God. And uh, let's go ahead and read what the author here has. Uh, in addition to your Bible reading, uh, church attendance, the Bible and Bible memory, you will come across times in your life or areas of confusion when you need to know what the Bible says about a particular topic or truth. Although you may not dig dig deeper into the Bible every day, uh, have times in in your life uh, when you do study God's Word uh, beyond simple reading it. This kind of Bible study often takes place in adult Bible classes at church, uh, it is also uh, something you should do on your own with the various topics um, or words. Uh, you can use uh, the concordance in the back of, uh, of your Bible to help. Second Timothy, chapter two and verse fifteen. Um, all you Awana wanna kids, let's all say this verse together. Hey, all you wanna kids, look up, look up. All right, ready? Second Timothy. 215. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a war workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 215. Alright, good job. So now I want to talk about this idea of study for a minute. Um the reason I want to I want to spend some time talking about it is because to be perfect, perfectly honest, I did not really know how to study my Bible until I went to Bible college. And 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 that's not right. Um, I I never I never really understood the concept of of being able to study The Bible. So having said that, how then, and I want you to answer me because I know how to study my Bible. I've learned. How do we study our Bible? The the, the Bible is very clear in 2 Timothy 2.15 that we are commanded to study. How do we do it? What are the mechanics? Okay, when I when I say how, I, I, what I'm asking is what are the mechanics? What is what is the process that we that we study our Bible? I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. okay the first, obviously, the first the first step would be to read it. Okay. Then what? Yes. okay all right absolutely yes okay find the context find the audience find find the author you know there's a lot of things that we can we can search out that are usually very very simple to find
1: Right. reading
0: that chapter uh um, you know, chapter by chapter i go then on a and read the, the study section and then cross compare it like to understand what God was saying so okay okay all right okay, okay. Uh, prayer is a huge part prayer is a huge part of our study uh what what else are some things that we can do to study John I uh, I like well, yeah, timelines and maps. I, I am a huge timeline guy. Timelines help me especially in the Old Testament. Oh, absolutely. No 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 question. Yes, sir. Uh, I have a, uh, yeah.
2: Right. to right. Rome.
0: Right. commentaries are a great way to study scripture. Um, they uh, like uh, Matthew Henry like he mentioned has been in print for probably a hundred years. 200 years. It's a, it's an old old commentary, um, and and you can buy it relatively inexpensive. But at the at the beginning of each book, he does a background of uh, the the author, whoever it is that's writing the book, uh, who he's writing it to, why he's writing it. I mean, it's it's probably a page or two just in information about the book, which is absolutely critical sometimes to understanding the book. Um it's called Matthew Henry. Um it's a five volume set. You can usually Lori, what what is it about fifty bucks for five I, I didn't get that. I got that on disc. But I got that okay. on Wearsby, and that was about seventy five bucks. Okay. Um Warren Warren Wearsby, uh that's a five volume set also. Right, but I got mine too they're really um uh, Jay Vernon McGee. I I mean there's 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 a few that are out there that are that are uh, the one that we got uh, John uh, for graduating the Bible Knowledge Commentary. It's a two-volume set. Um, and these are good, good tools that are relatively, uh, f- you know, they're in a, they're they're expensive, but they're not you know they're, they're not too bad. Um, what are some other things that we can use? Okay, notes are important. Right. Absolutely. Like, Um, things that jumped out at me, um maybe things that I had never noticed before or questions that I have, well especially questions that I have. Okay. Because otherwise I'll almost forget. And then later I go back through and read my notes, just like I do with my serving notes. Right. Amen. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Now, one of the one of the things that you, you have is you have uh, Bible dictionaries. Um, that that it, it a Bible dictionary is different than a, a Webster type dictionary in the fact that it it, it specializes in defining biblical words. Because biblical words are different than secular words, oftentimes. So Bible dictionary is is critical. Um, what else? What else can we use? Oh, uh, oh, yeah, your the telephone apps. I've I've got several Bible apps that I used, and you know, Greek to Hebrew, or, or Greek to English, uh, Hebrew to English, and you know different things, and and all that stuff. Um, uh, and then commentaries. Uh, Charles Stanley is a good one. Uh, there, there are, there are tons, especially with the internet. But again, you have to be careful with the internet because you can, you can get into a lot of garbage on the internet. So you, you got to be really careful. But uh, John.
1: History, it will give you a better understanding of why Pilate treated Jesus the way that he did. Exactly
0: right. Right. And that's not necessarily something that you find
1: specifically in the Bible, but a good commentary does that work for you. But you can, you can do that work yourself and read about Roman law. You can read about Roman history, and it'll give you a better understanding of why
0: they treated Jesus the way that they did. Why they Right. Okay, let me give you an example of how I study, study Scripture. This morning, in my reading, I read this verse. Well, let, I'll, I'll read a couple verses because I'm reading through Genesis right now. And uh, Genesis chapter 29 and verse 15. Um, uh, the Bible says, And Laban uh, said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother... Shouldn't thou therefore serve me for naught? Tell me what shall thy wages be? And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder, Leah, or Leah, is it Leah? Leah. Okay, Leah. Uh, and the other and the name of the younger uh, Rachel. And Leah was tender eyed, but Rachel was beautiful and well favoured. And and I, I read that this morning, and I went and, and what was the question I had? What does tender-eyed? tender-eyed mean? Okay, I, I did she have an eye you know did she have you know weird eyes or you, you know um you know what what does what does it mean to be tender-eyed? Now fortunately, um, I have a a really cool. Uh, Bible program on my computer. Uh, George, George has the same the same uh, uh, program I've got. It's called Logos, and <clears throat> so I was sitting at my desk. So I just I typed in Genesis 29. Uh, what, what was that? Verse 17, and I was able to very quickly determine what tender-eyed means. So does anybody have a clue what that means? you You said it was compassionate, okay good guess not even close, okay <laughs> you know but what anybody young okay okay good good guess I'm sorry attractive or beautiful just said that was beautiful she okay yeah yes, sir. Leah okay. Uh, uh, um, yeah, okay. Um, to the best of my uh, few minutes of research that I did, um, this is a very kind way of saying that Leah was ugly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay? okay? i'm just I'm just being honest, okay? she was comely. Okay. Very, very, very plain. Um, but it was a, it was a, it's a, it's a polite way of saying she was not very attractive and you know, so, uh, I, (laughs) okay. So that's how, that's how I study. I, I come across thing, little, little statements like that and I want to know what it means. I don't I don't want to take it for granted that I think I know what it means. It seems Old Testament of those that I have to go look um, it could be. Yeah, I have never I've never really thought about it, but you, you know, I want to know what what that means. So um, it, it, Well, I, actually well, actually, the 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 logos when you when you hover over a word, um, it, it gives you the concordance for it. It, it, it. So so I did use a concordance, but it was electronic concordance, not a. Yeah yeah yeah. The Strong's is a great resource. Um, my, my Bible shows that word tender as weak. Weak, yeah, and and uh, weak eyed, and it's and it's it, it was the the phrase. The best way I could say it from what I f- found was it, it, it was, what right it is almost like it hurt the eye to look at her, is the context of kind of what I, you know, so anyway, so. <clears throat> but she was a really nice person. <laughs> and she actually was a really, really nice person, as you, as you read the story. But anyway, um, so, so, <clears throat> what are some methods that we can use to study scripture okay routine is absolutely critical okay but but what are some methods what are some um, uh, okay uh, uh, doing doing character studies uh, finding an individual one of the reasons I am reading the book of uh, Genesis is I'm I've for the last several weeks I've been studying the life of Joseph. And by the way, that's probably gonna be a sermon series. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> Just saying I am absolutely for some reason I'm fascinated with the life of Joseph. But I felt like in order to truly understand the life of Joseph, I, I needed to start at Genesis one one and work my way through the through the story. So that's that's what I'm doing. Um, but so so you can do character studies. You can you can study people in the Bible. Uh, what are some other methods of study? I do verse
2: by verse. Okay. And I do like John, I try to look at cultures at the time and then apply to the to me
0: today. Exactly. Okay. We call that expository. Okay. Uh, where where you literally go verse by verse by verse, and and that's how I'm reading through Genesis. Um, some days I read a whole chapter. Uh, this morning I just read uh, 14. Well, I read uh, 17 verses uh, this morning until I got to that that thing about about her her eyes. <coughs> um, and then there's topical. What what would it what would it, what would be a topic that we would study in the Bible? Okay, compassion would be one. What what is another one? Giving wisdom. Uh, what else? Salvation would be one, absolutely. Trials, Trials. You, you know. So, so there's all kind of topics. Um, what, what about, what about when, when you were in the midst of a difficult situation? Maybe, maybe uh, I, I don't know. Somebody help me with a with a, a, a situation. Okay, 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 death, uh, grace, mercy. Um, see, all these are all things that we can study. Now, what one of the. Um, I study. So I've studied
1: extensively verses on hope, the hope we find in Scripture.
2: So study that out. Or the fact that He is our refuge. Study all the passages relating to Him being our refuge.
0: There's a bunch. Yep. Okay, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because because there are there are many good books that can help you study Scripture. Um, there, you know, Bible study books. Um, there are devotional books. Now, I'm not a real big fan of devotional books, um, just because I, I I just like reading the Bible. I, you know, that's my preference. But there are a lot of we, we actually sell some uh, devotional books here that you, you know uh, are, are great resources. But spend time in the Word. That is the key. And and for years until I went to Bible college and really started to understand how to study Scripture, I just read the Bible and thought I was studying. And and that that's 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 not study. That's reading. Now, are we supposed to read Scripture? Absolutely. Reading and studying are two different things. Now, what does the word "study" mean? I
1: would
0: say meditate. Okay, to kind of kind of regurgitate, if you would, a uh, chew on it. Uh, okay, anybody else? Okay, one of one of my fears here. Is that you think that you, you've got to go out and buy a, a, a library of commentaries and you know get the, the Bible program for your computer that I've got and, and get all this stuff so that you can study the Bible like me. That that is not what 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 Paul's saying in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. The word study simply means to do your best. And if you will do your best, God will bless you for that. And if the best you can do is read your Bible, then read your Bible. But if you can afford to get a couple of these commentaries, praise God, get them and use them. And God will bless you for it. But the word study simply means to do your best. Yes.
1: <clears throat>
0: um, that, you, you could just use that, you can just use that and follow a theme all the through most most Bible studies are great resources most <laughs> yeah study I'm sorry most study Bibles most study Bibles are, are great resources I've got I've actually got, two or three different kind at my house this one this this one i carry to church is just a straight up bible there's no commentary or study in it it's just it's just the bible <clears throat> but um, there, there are some great resources life application is another one that does a, a, an excellent job lori you have to be careful though you can't walk
2: into a bible store and just buy one the Bible store also sells stuff for churches that are not really considered doctrinally solid yes yes
0: Yes. And, and as you know, I came to you would ask for, and ask for recommendation to trust myself. Right. And and w- again, we we have to be very, very careful what we buy in bookstores, what we buy online, uh, what we study online. But the, the the idea here is that you don't have to go to Bible college to be able to study scripture. Yeah. Now I, I want to say this because because this is absolutely true. There are churches and pastors out there in America today that are teaching just the opposite of that. That if you you are not educated, then you don't really understand. You you need me to tell you what it really means. And, yeah it's it is the it is the, it is the old uh, philosophy of the Catholic Church. And we we have been given the precious gift of the word of God. Amen. Everybody has. And the discernment. And, the discernment. and God all God requires is that we do our best when we are studying. Right. Right. And, and and for every person, it's going to be different. And, and and the 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 reality is this: the way I study the Bible is going to be completely different than the way, hopefully, than the way you do. Because I learn different than most people. You know, John, John and I learn a lot the same way because I almost have to touch it, feel it, see, you know, the, the charts and the, and the graphs and all of that stuff. It, it helps me put things in perspective. And, and there, there will be times that I, in fact, I've done it multiple times as I've been reading through the book of Genesis because the book of Genesis covers a lot of time and and I will go and I'll I'll get on the internet and I'll look at these timelines and then I'm like okay all right this makes sense I get this and then I can go back to reading because I'm getting confused because you know you're jumping generations and and my brain is like wait a minute I was just you know and and, and so it it helps me a lot um, but that's that's me. And some of, some of you out there are like, man, I understand all that stuff. It makes perfect sense. Praise God. But do your best. However however you learn, do your best. Okay. Um, <clears throat> anything else before we move on? Yes, ma'am. I would imagine there are, but I don't know of any. Uh, yeah, um, I would. Yeah, I would recommend. We, like I said, we sell these these books that have 365 daily, and they're just very simple. They have Bible verses, and then and the, the it explains it, and they do a really really good job. But that I would recommend if you're if you are just getting into Bible study, that's a great way to start. But uh, you know, for me, it, it just it, it's it's not enough for me if that makes sense. Uh, not that I'm pious or anything. I just I need more, and so I'm gonna ask, yes. In the Bible, if I if I'm discipling somebody, typically the book that we're using tonight uh, the the the. the uh, uh, can the book continue and that's usually where i start i use this book but they daily if you look in your book there's
1: daily devotions that they suggest you
0: start okay. to but but if, if if i lead somebody to to the lord and i and I, one of the things i tell them i say look you need to start reading your bible and they'll say okay well where do i start typically i i suggest they start in the book of john that that's what i that's just me um yeah you know, and a lot of people are like, well, I want to start in Genesis and you know and I'm like, hey, as long as you read it, that's fine, but I would recommend you start in the book of John, yeah, just study it, studying the love, love of Christ, you know, get that embedded in them, you know that that's my that's my point <clears throat> okay, uh, let's go ahead to the next blank um <clears throat> and this this is where. This is where all the reading and studying is worthless unless we learn how to apply it faithfully. Apply it faithfully. You can read your Bible from cover to cover every day for 15 years, but if you do not apply one truth to your life, you've wasted all that time. Reading it is important studying it is important but if you don't apply it then all that knowledge is just knowledge. It is not life-changing and 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 where does God want you to be? God wants us to be in the life-changing part of our lives and constantly in the in the growth mode. Constantly moving forward. That's where God wants us. When it comes to the Bible, it's not just about what we know, it is about what we do when we know. Look at, turn over to James. <clears throat> By the way, I love the book of James. James hits you in the forehead with a two by four sometimes. <clears throat> he does not pull any punches. Uh, let, look, let's look at, start reading uh, James chapter one, in in verse twenty two. Oh, and by the way, who who was James? John. He was the half-brother of Jesus, okay? And why, why is that so important? John? Okay, he would have, he would have actually watched Jesus grow up. Okay, why, but there's something even more important here. He was one of Jesus' biggest critics at one point. He, he had actually turned his back his entire family other than mary had turned their backs on the lord and now by the time the he writes the book he's one of his biggest supporters what oh john what what were you saying there's actually one
1: where to jesus to mary to jesus is going
0: Right.
1: it's it right. appears now his brother is almost embarrassed by the and almost uh wants him to just stop it and just not preach,
0: not be Jesus. Right. Right. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's okay if you're religious, just don't tell everybody about it. That's where we live in our world today, is it not? Let's start reading verse uh, 22. <clears throat> James chapter 1 or verse 22. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Now, let, let's stop here verse 22. This is an incredibly... This is why I say James likes to hit you with two by fours, okay? <clears throat> what what's it, what is in 21st century 21st century vernacular what is james saying here huh walk the walk uh, you know hey if you say it do it you know don't don't play games and then he what else does he say here though put it to practice Okay, but there's something else here. Just hearing it and not doing it then you're deceiving yourself. You're deceiving yourself. What is what is the understood principle there? You're not fooling anybody. Well, if you just come to church and worship you and hear a sermon every
1: Sunday, you think you think that you're religious, you're spiritual,
0: not. But everybody around you knows you're a phony. But you're fooling yourself. Verse twenty-three. For if we, if any, be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding him his natural face in a glass. Okay, what is that talking? What is the natural? What is the glass there? By the way, it's a mirror. Okay, and what is he saying there? If you are are a hearer and you look into a the mirror, okay. What is the mirror? The Word of God. So if you are a hearer only, when you look into the mirror of the Word of God, what do you see? You see your own face. It is, it is, it is a, a, an, an analogy here. And James is saying, look, if you're a hearer only, when you look into the glass of the Word of God, you will see your own reflection. Let's continue reading. For he <clears throat> beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straight <clears throat> straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. You get that? He's gonna go his own path. Verse twenty five. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and a uh, bridleth, or, or excuse me, I was still reading the wrong, the wrong verse, verse, verse 25. Um, but whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not, or excuse me, he being a doer of the work. Okay, I'm getting mixed up here. Let me set this down. Okay. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. Do you see what James is saying here? If we don't take the truths that we learn from this book... And if we do not apply them to ourselves and these truths do not change our lives, then we're just fooling ourselves. We're just fooling ourselves. When we look into the glass... We see ourselves and we, we go our own way. What is, what is the understood principle there? The understood principle there is if I am a doer of the word, if I do what I hear, when I look into the mirror of the word of God, who do I see? Hopefully I see Jesus and not me. Applying the word of God is absolutely key to studying and meditating and reading and memorizing all of the things that we've talked about. If we fail to apply them, then we're just spinning our wheels. Next blank. So read it. Hear it, memorize it, meditate on it, study it, but don't neglect to obey it. Don't neglect to obey it. Okay, before we get into the next section, we got about four minutes. <clears throat> we have any any questions so far before we get into the next section?
2: Yes,
0: the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Anybody else before we close in prayer? We didn't get very far tonight, but I'll tell you I, I hope hopefully we, we we gave you some steak to chew on tonight. Brian?
2: Last week, I think it was last week you were talking about different ways of reading it or different people that read it or something. I got thinking on the way home. People also read it in world religion.
0: They do, they do, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know something? Uh, I I don't know if you've ever taken a Dale Carnegie course. It's a, uh, uh, yeah, Dale Carnegie is kind of old, old school, but we we know who he is, right? Why, Will? <laughs> okay. If if you've taken any kind of leadership classes or or any kind of motivational things. of what they teach you, 90% of what Dale Carnegie taught, right out of this book. And most of it from the book of Nehemiah. He just, you know, they just don't tell you that. (laughs) Because they don't want to admit that they got it from the Bible. John?
1: Lifespan of Jesus, if you look at the entire narrative of the whole Testament, you see you see it in a different light. Right. Because you tend to get so hyper-focused on um, a specific book or a specific character, but if you look at it from a, a 10,000 foot view, you get a much different picture of it. And there's nothing extra that's needed for that, but it's something that I've
0: never. Right, when we, well, especially with the life of Christ, I, I've always focused on the individual miracles or events yeah. that he was involved in. And yeah.
1: But it's, it gives you a different picture. If you look at the life of Christ, um, you can see that there is there is an actual antagonist to his whole ministry, to his whole lifespan. It was just a really cool real Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, We all did this create for history class or whatever it was, So I actually
0: the Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. Okay, let's go ahead and pray. And then the teenagers,